0: A podcast from Corey O'Connor.
1: Hi and welcome. This is Corey. As you may have noticed, the show is now being titled in number order. This is episode 203 because there have been 202 previous episodes and specials on this feed under different brands like Corey Talks, My Next Project, The Daily and Corey Media Podcasts. That aside, let's move on with this episode. Here in Australia, the Royal Commission into the RoboDebt Scheme has continued with a high-profile name being questioned by the Commission. I've done previous episodes on what the RoboDebt Scheme was, and I'll put a link in the description in the show notes. Former Coalition Government Services Minister Stuart Robert appeared at a recent Royal Commission hearing and said he took responsibility for the harmful scheme's implementation and has admitted that he defended it despite knowing it could be unlawful. It's also been revealed that the former minister went on a television programme, in fact, multiple programmes, defending the programme as a dutiful cabinet minister despite being aware that it could be unlawful. He gave evidence at the inquiry in Brisbane. In the rollout of the Automated Welfare Debt Recovery Scheme. When asked by Commissioner Catherine Holmes SC whether he took responsibility for the government, of which you were a part of, did, Mr Robert replied, absolutely Commissioner. As a senior member of the government, I take absolute responsibility as part of cabinet solidarity for this, but I also take responsibility for being the minister to say, we've got to get advice to stop it now. Which seems to me, I don't know, maybe it is just me, a weird thing to say because we need to get advice to something that possibly should be stopped. But no, he said to stop it now. I would have thought a minister, even a former one, would choose his words more carefully. Mr. Robert discussed holding the government line in all media interviews, including one on ABC's 730 program, despite having personal misgivings about Robodebt's calculation method. The sole use of income averaging could not be sufficient, it just can't, he said, adding he was not sure about the partial use of income averaging in relation to the debt raising program sole use it couldn't possibly work but just because i have a reservation does not mean i am going to go on with laura tingle's program and say the government's policy is wrong that is just not how a westminster government operates hmm well perhaps we should change the system then Stuart Robert disagreed with statements former Department of Human Services Secretary Renee Leon made to the Royal Commission that had been slow to stop the scheme and told her legal advice is just advice. He also denied telling Professor Leon the government would double down on the scheme once he had been given legal advice. It was not lawful. Meantime, current Government Services Minister Bill Shorten has criticised the former Coalition Minister Stuart Robert after admitting holding deep doubts about the RoboDebt scheme while publicly endorsing it.
2: I was amazed. I thought this was peak bizarre. I must say, the Royal Commission hasn't made its findings Mr. Robert has put his case. Um, I'm not in a position to second guess everything that Mr. Roberts has said under oath and he you know, deserves to be taken. He said, this is under oath, you can take that. Uh, you can believe that. But the essence of hearings, two or three big issues. One is there's been two senior respected public servants who said that they advised Mr. Robert that there was a major problem, a lawfulness problem with the scheme as early as July of 2019. He says no that within hours of having it confirmed that it was unlawful. So there's contested evidence but that's one issue. You've got two people saying one thing, another person saying another thing. That'll be up to the Royal Commission to determine. But this issue of Cabinet Solidarity leaving aside his particular sequence of events not even a crocodile would swallow that you are allowed to just mislead and tell false statements on facts. Cabinet Solidarity is a simple concept. When you have the 20 Cabinet Ministers or the 22 Cabinet Ministers, yeah, argue through your issues in Cabinet but once the decisions Made, you all support the decision. And that's important so that the government doesn't look like it's just tilting, you know, having. Big arguments all the time. But in supporting the Cabinet decision, that's not a warrant to tell facts you don't think are right. That's not a uh, license to mislead the public.
1: Just interrupting this episode to mention that from now on, my podcast will dispatch with listing the series number and just present in the episode title the show number. It's been a bit of a mess cataloguing the episodes. They appear in the feed in chronological order, which is good, but the titling system leaves a lot to be desired. Sorry about that. Going forward, episodes will be numbered in the title. It won't start at one. Instead, based on the number of episodes I've posted since 2020. For instance, the episode released on Monday the 13th of March 2023 will be number 203. So I guess happy 200th episode. Better late than never. Now back to today's episode. Also, while appearing on ABC News, Government Services Minister Bill Shorten was asked the question, should there be consequences from the Liberal Party and their leader, Peter Dutton, the federal opposition leader, for Mr Roberts' actions?
2: That's for Peter Dutton to decide. There'll be consequences, perhaps, depending on what the Royal Commission says, but that's that process. But Mr Roberts only telling Australians that he made misleading statements, not because he's chosen to correct the record. It's because we called a Royal Commission and you're required under oath to tell the truth. Mr. Dutton's going to have to explain, does he think Mr. Robert lived up to the ministerial standards? Uh, there's pretty, the Royal Commissioner, uh, who's got a very economical but precise turn of phrase, just said, you, you know, words to the effect that, that, are you really saying that Cabinet solidarity entitles you to mislead Australian people on statistics and facts? Mr. Dutton, because Mr. Roberts just landed this big sort of, issue in his lap. He's going to have to say, does he think the cabinet solidarity allows you to mislead the Australian people?
1: One of the former Australian prime ministers during the robo-debt scheme, Malcolm Turnbull, also appeared before the commission in Brisbane via video link. He described a Tasmanian member of parliament critical of robo-debt as being on a warpath. A number of WhatsApp text messages between Mr Turnbull and then Human Services Minister Alan Tudge have been shown to the RoboDebt Inquiry. He was quizzed about his time as Prime Minister from 2015 to 2018 while the RoboDebt scheme was underway. He told the Royal Commission he often spoke directly with ministers in an informal, consensual and collegiate way as part of the many vectors of communication with them. Yes, he really does talk like that. Here is a section of Mr Turnbull's evidence before the Royal Commission in Brisbane.
0: I did not turn my mind to the legality of the program. It never occurred to us that it was unauthorised. And in fact, I know in this bundle you have a redacted version of Scott Morrison's caps up, presumably from 2014 or thereabouts. In which it is expressly stated that AGS is advised on the legality of the scheme and no legislation is required. So, cabinet was told that it was it was lawful in the sense it was it was consistent with the legislation. But you can see uh, from the message of minds, Mr. Tudge. On the 7th of January 2017, I'm, you know, making, saying there must be a way of dealing with those cases where it is harder and reasonably hard to find the facts. And I go on and talk about making sure that the, that the program operates in a fair way. So my, my concern was essentially accuracy and fairness. That was what we were trying. That was a concern from me and my office. Um, we hadn't, didn't turn our mind to uh, legality or, you know, lawfulness because uh, we'd assumed that 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 was as as it had been represented.
1: Former Australian Prime Minister there, Malcolm Turnbull, who told the Royal Commission that when he became PM, he did not want the government run out of the Prime Minister's office, I think a sledge at Scott Morrison's government style, adding that this was unlike other Prime Ministers, well, at least before him. Turnbull said, I was very clear that I expected ministers to take responsibility for their department. Jason McNamara, who is the General Manager at Services Australia's Debt's Integrity Projects Division and Debt Program, took the stand for the second time at the Royal Commission, saying a nearly $1 million report into the flawed robo-debt scheme was never intended to become public. I think in layman's terms that could be classified as, yes, we have something to hide. He gave evidence about a report commissioned by the Department of Human Services, DHS, which was ordered in 2017 to get advice about robo-debt from PricewaterhouseCoopers. And there is one thing that we do know, there is more to come from this. I've put links to the stories that I've sourced mainly from ABC News Australia, also a link on Wikipedia as to what exactly the RoboDebt Scheme was. Thanks for listening to this episode. Before you go, I would be grateful if you could follow my feed if you haven't already. Particularly pressing that follow or subscribe button on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, it can really help me out. Showing your support of my work also helps you to be notified when new episodes come out. One last thing, please bookmark my website, coreyoconnor.com pod. O'Connor.com